Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Live Podcast. This is episode number 49. 49. And I'm here with my good friend and faithful servant of the faith, Sasso Mendez. And today we have a special guest with us. It's my good special. Bro- my good brother, my good friend, Jeff Gracious. Welcome. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Thank you for having me. This is cool. Yeah, special takes on a couple meanings, right? <laughs> yeah, it can mean a lot of that word. Yeah. Exactly. That's dangerous. <laughs> so so the the first ten minutes of the of the podcast we, we call Taco Talk. 12, I 13. Sometimes. I know. You, yeah, we, we go a little long sometimes. So I know you've heard you've heard the podcast. Yeah, uh, hopefully. And, yeah. And so we talk a lot about <laughs> yeah. a lot about food. We, you know, we shoot the breeze and, um, you know, we just kind of give it a soft, soft intro into, well, well, into it, the content. So. You know, it's funny because on um, before I got here tonight, I needed to eat something and Mary very quickly made me tacos. Glory! Oh, wow. So, so quite appropriate. Right now I have some tacos. Taco Thursday. That's awesome. Bro. In the belly. Sweet. What yeah. kind of tacos? Asada or they, you know what? It's funny. There just makes you know turkey meat tacos. Okay, and we try to keep it maybe a little on the healthy side, but they they reminded me of Taco Bell tonight. It was, it was mm. kind of strange. Sorry to hear that. No, no, that's <laughs> good. That's good. For One of me. my employees had Taco Bell flu yesterday. So <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, I hope I don't get the Taco Bell <laughs> flu. Nope. No sir. <laughs> Sorry, Taco Bell. We're taking a commercial break. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jeff, we'll be back. We'll be, we'll be right back after this commercial. Sponsored by Charmin. <laughs> <laughs> What's that noise? That's the toilet. Oh, man. There's oh, a copy man. of Frontline Magazine. <laughs> yeah. We went, we went south pretty fast on this, guys. Yeah. It's Taco Talk. Is right. <laughs> Read an article from Pastor Shaw. <laughs> yeah, I was reading an article. That oh, was an excellent article. Frontline. 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 Yeah. Frontline. It was Frontline in front of me. <laughs> I was rusting. <laughs> Oh man, the library. Well, we had we had B Dubs today. Yeah, that was, uh, I was good. What was that new? Was it key lime or what was that? Uh, chili it was lime, sweet chili lime. Oh yeah, it was, it was good. It was sweet. I would I would get it again. It wasn't very limey, which made it good. No, it, it wasn't. But it had a good taste to it. Yeah, yeah it had, had a really good really good flavor. I, we never tried that flavor. They have sometimes they have these special flavors. Like recently they had uh, honey garlic and uh, ranch, um, buff, buffalo ranch. Buffalo ranch. Where yeah. is this place? Uh, B- so that's uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, God. Uh, we we so go there. we went from Taco Talk to Wing Talk. Well, it's Taco Talk. It's Food Talk. Food yeah. Talk. You know? Wings okay. is a close second. Yeah. yeah. Copy yeah. that. You know, so. Delicious. But the wings were, were good. They were small, as usual. And unfortunately, those. Uh, oh, chicken skip leg day, bro. All the time. Yeah, they don't fly very far. No, they were, those, were the, those were the cage chickens. They yeah. were not cage free. They, yeah. they were not working mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So you are trying random seasonings for the wings. Not necessarily. I'm a big, I like medium. I just like it kind of spicy. And that's just usually what I get. But they had these two new flavors. I got an email, I think, a couple days ago. I sent him. Marketing works, right? We got to tell Pastor Pastor George <laughs> and the church. Marketing works. And it, and, and it just looked good. They had, they had a General So's chicken. Um, and so the, the, the lady today said, it, you know, the General So's is kind of garlicky. And I'm a little shy with garlic right now because COVID messed me up with garlic. But the but the sweet chi- or what was it sweet uh, sweet lime chili sweet chili and lime sweet chili and lime that yeah. was that was pretty legit. get those adjectives in yeah. in order yeah I know yeah. there's got to be a listener out there that can mm-hmm. uh, can agree with me that just stick to the hot just the hot just you get hot 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 really like frontline yes. magazine hot like you gotta <laughs> read the whole magazine <laughs> easy, you read every article easy. <laughs> 
easy, buddy. No, you know, but um, you know who makes a, a real Barrow's Barrow's Pizza has an extremely hot hot sauce. Which I've never tried the hot sauce. So you get extremely hot. Well, you get hot, but some people like to make the hot really hot, and others don't. But I just can't get off that hot wing track and get into, you know, like the sweets, the tasting wings. Yeah, like, are you a barbecue guy? You ever had the no, barbecue? I'm not big on barbecue. Yeah, I'm not big on barbecue. Uh, neither am I. I like I mean, it on I, ribs, but very right, light. Exactly. That's yeah. all I'm saying. It's hard to think about wings yeah. without just hot sauce. But yeah, hey, man. Well, my father-in-law, he was a very, he liked hot stuff. So we'd buy him hot sauce or hot chili. He liked it hot. And so uh, Rebecca and I were dating. I, so I took him to a hockey game. So I took him to our favorite Chinese restaurant. And uh, there's hot mustard and it was hot. Oh. So I told him, I said, hey, it's, he's like, oh, I like hot stuff. So he poured it all over his egg roll. Yeah. If, uh, he's very, you know, somebody with light skin complexion. Uh, got Front very, line. very red. Like a thermometer. <laughs> And he drank my drink and his drink, you know, and this was kind of our first dinner together. So, oh, wow. Just imagine meeting, you know, Bryce for the first time and you drinking his water and you're like, eh. well, you warned him. Not a good impression. You know what I mean? For him. You warned him. Yeah. It was in the, it was a winter and he looked like he was in summer. He was sweating. You know what? We're going to be sweated warning. later too. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, still sweating. <laughs> Sponsored by Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be warning people tonight. I imagine. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's on to you, though. That's, that's your, you know what I mean? Yes. That's, where, will, that's where you come in. The warning is what what gets them thinking, I suppose, where I'm going with that. Fishers. Well, you would, well, you'd hope so. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we saw Nefarious. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna use that as a teaser at the end, but uh, oh, okay. but, but you brought oh, it up. I'm so, so it's, sorry. No, it's cool. So so our next uh, our next episode coming up, uh, we're we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, about demons and and. Um, we're gonna go there. We we watched an interesting movie, interesting uh, Christian movie. They call it a horror movie, which I didn't don't understand that because it was Christian horror. It well, it wasn't it wasn't a scary movie. Never heard that before. Christian uh, horror, and I've never heard that either. I've never heard that term. It's just it didn't fit the movie. Um, it, it was it's kind of a a, a twist on the C.S. Lewis screw tape letters, and um, I mean there was no there was no foul language. There was no obscenity. There was no weird scenes. I mean. I don't know. It was rated R. It's really well because of the the electric. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so maybe pretty graphic. I, I mean, but even that wasn't. I mean, well, not to today's standards, but yeah, it's pretty graphic. And you said it got you thinking, right? It, and it really did. It, it got me thinking. You know, uh, that the enemy is um, not just some some goofy bumbling idiot with a pitchfork and horns and just you know, it, it, they've they've got it. They've got an agenda. They've got a plan. You know. And so without getting into all the details, it's a pretty deep movie. Uh, they, they relate it to today's culture and the things going on in, in today's current events, um, which mm. I think is is very relevant. And I think it, people should see that because of that. Well, I think what made it a horror film was that, you know, if you're on the other side, right, of Christianity, those things are scary, right? Because you you're be, headed yeah. to hell. And if you're a Christian, it's not, I don't think, scary because right. you're on the other side. You know? Right, right. Mm. And maybe that's that's what it is, but it does make you think, and I think that's the point. It's kind of like it's engaging. Yeah, it's kind of like when you know a relative dies, and you just kind of get that perspective of life, like wow, the brevity of life. It's kind of like you should. Right? It's kind yeah. of like that. Not all you know, people kind of, do. But. It puts things into perspective a little bit. If you're not working for God, you're working for the enemy. There's no in between it. It doesn't yeah. matter what you say or what you think or what you think you believe or don't believe. Just because you say you don't believe in something or you, it 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 doesn't matter. It's there whether you believe it or not. 
Well, I think you just don't realize the the game of chess that he plays with your life if you allow him to. Right. And he's making all the moves even though you feel empowered to do so. Right. And it's like the garden, right? When he said, "Good, you'll know, you know, good and evil," which, he, but that was not God's intention for it, for us. Right. Um. And then they knew good and evil, and then it was like, ooh, you know, they knew sin. And they got him. They knew sin. Yeah. Half truths, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But. And then we went to uh, our uh, poppies. Um, it was good, right? I felt bad for him because nobody was in there. So we've been to poppies now a couple couple different times now. So I don't know. Did we ever take Jeff to Graziano's when it was Graziano's? Mm, it's over. So. It's over by um, uh, what's the EOS or what do they call it? EOS. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, mm. the gym over off. Of what about that one stop nutrition too? But I'm yeah, fifty nine one one. Yeah, but yeah, yes, that's is T Bird one hundred one. No, 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 no. This is over off of fifty oh, okay. fifty nine one one. All right, because see, there's a taco shop up there by Thunderbird one hundred one that you guys like to frequent. No, this is not a taco shop. So Graziano's Poppies, it's, it's that's a, Nate's it's, favorite. It's Italian. Yes, I think Ben likes it. Calafia, Calafia. Yeah. I yeah. love Calafia. So Poppies, Graziano's. I've heard of Graziano's, but I have not well, Graziano's is no more. Poppies took over. Okay, uh, they bought Graziano's. Uh, they took away our one of our favorite dishes, which was the uh, Bronx Bomber. Which was man, it was a, a so it's Italian food. It is well, okay. but it was interesting because Graziano's had a had a uh, wide spectrum variety. Yeah. I mean, they had chips and salsa, and the salsa was amazing. Genre. It was it was fresh salsa. It was very good. Mm. Um, Keith had, hooked it up. The Philly cheesesteak was bomb, but but they had the, the Bronx Bomber, which they would put chunks of sausage and jalapeno. Oh, dude, it was can't go wrong with was, sausage and jalapeno. It was amazing. And when Poppies came along, Frontline, they took mm, for <laughs> they, sure. They took out the Bronx Bomber from the menu. It broke my heart, dude. Mm. And then they had a waiter that was well below subpar. Yeah, and and but our two recent visits to Poppies, he, he's been replaced or i don't know if you even replaced him uh because the owner has been serving the tables I know, i've been there four times since uh since and, he left but Poppies. but the wings are i mean they're meaty bro and they're tasty those <laughs> like are not cage-free wings those wings fly they, yeah bro they're working out dude they might even be on some roids yeah, i don't know man might they get might a be. feather they're on that arnold diet arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> a feather what's that on your lip <laughs> And uh, the pizza, it's the, meat. It's a feather. And the pizza there is pretty good. It's pretty. I was going to say, good. if we're talking food, you got to bring up pizza. Well, and, and that's the thing. Or they've Chinese they've got really good prices on their um, uh, when lunch specials. On the lunch special. Well, mm. it's the the happy hour. Mm. Right, nine ninety nine. Yeah, for a personal pizza or or two. Is it two bucks with a beverage? Two bucks a slice. Two fifty. Twenty five cents per item. But the slices are, <laughs> but bam, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They're 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 huge. Yeah. Um, but uh, good stuff, man. And then we went to, well, after Nefaris, we went to uh, to Luz. Oh, yeah. Luz is really good, too. Yeah, Luz is good. You've been to Luminati. It's not not oh, the Illuminati. Not Illuminati, but yeah. right. Lumalnati. Yeah. No. Uh, really good pizza, man. Where's it located? Deep, deep dish Chicago style. Um, there's multiple locations in the valley. Well, there's one up by your place, actually, up off 75th Avenue by, was it Rose Garden? Rose Garden. That's a takeout only. Yeah. It's takeout only, but it's yeah. good. Mm, Next yeah. to one of my other favorite places, Matt's. Yeah, Matt's. Oh, Macapani's. That's the one I'm thinking of. Seventh mm. Street and Thunderbird. Macapani's. Macapani's. What does that mean in English? Uh, I have no idea, oh, but okay. they had a really good pizza. Macapani's. Is that New York or is that Chicago? I don't know. It was is delicious. It, then, then crust. It, it, it was, yeah, it was good. It was a long time ago. But it made me think of the name. Have you ever been to places like that where you thought it was really good and you go back 10 years like, yeah, it wasn't as good as I thought. Yeah, and I'm one right now. I can tell you the name of it. It was Pizza D'Amore in Metro Center. And that was a place that we would go to constantly growing up. 
it was in, over the ice skating rink at the Metro Center, you know, the mall. That's what I was showing Ben, you yeah. know, how Metro used to be. Oh, man. With and the ice then, skating uh, rink. Yeah. We'd go to movie theater. Pizza right deal. Well, this is before the movie theater. This Farrell's wow. and, and uh, the airplane bar was over there. I was little at the time, but... Um, Anyway, this Pizza de Amor, we would go, we would go to this Pizza de Amor. It was square pizza, and it was um, like hardly any cheese and some sauce. It was more almost like an Italian bread, but for whatever reason, it was so good back then. It was, it was just that's where we ate. Well, yeah. back back in the day, I used to hit CC's. Did you all have CC's here? We did. I never went. For a I short time, lo- and I used to love it because it was cheap. And I, I, I went back and. Yeah, no, thank you. No, <laughs> like Shakey's. Do you remember Shakey's? Taco Bell. Village Inn wasn't there. A, it's the, Village Inn's still here. You know? Village Inn Pizza. Oh, I don't know about Village Inn Pizza. Yeah, I think it was Village Inn. They just got rid of the pizza and just called it Village Inn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stick to one thing. They'd have those pizza buffets like CC's. Wasn't that a pizza? Yeah, buffet? Yeah, it was a pizza buffet. Peter Popper still does yeah. that. Yeah, they do that lunch special. Mm. Even with, after, with a salad, they got a salad yeah. too. Even after the COVID, they're still doing those. I don't know. We're back, baby. Borrows. COVID is gone. Borrows. We got borrows after the lake one day, and they have they serve you your salad now. Yeah, they lunch. don't they don't let you. Uh, touch you can't the get in there and get. They out got of plexiglass there. like you're playing they hockey. Do. Yeah, they don't let you in. I reached and I busted no my knuckles on the glass. <laughs> it was like I was. As long checking. As you don't put people's masks to the side. I mean, you'll be fine. <laughs> checking somebody. <laughs> did a reach around. That's, a, that's, a, that's an egg hidden there. That's yeah. my tomato. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's an Easter egg for sure. They, they hook you up too. They're they're pretty generous. They were nice. Yeah, yeah that girl's good. hands pretty heavy on the uh, the salad. Yeah, it depends on who you get, but you know, coming home from the lake fishing, you're hungry, and yeah. so it's nice yeah. to get. Do you get two or one? What slices? It depends. Yeah. Depends. You know, I think live on the air like this, I probably say I got one. But who knows? If you were with me that day, it's possible I got two. It's like your fish stories, huh? The <laughs> one arm fisherman. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Big girls all the time. So I know we're going long on Taco Talk, but I got I to gotta mention one all more. Right, Just one it. more. George and Sons. Okay, because... Oh, I was waiting for this. So so Sasso and I went to George and Sons that same week. So a couple days before. Thursday night, went. last week. Yeah. So, well, it's actually the day before. So we went. It was an FTL You're meeting. kidding me. No. For oh, real, for real. Bro, what's up, man? Bro, it's good. Easy, buddy. So then the next day, I go fishing with Jeff, and we spend mm-hmm. the day. No, Saturday. You went Thursday. Oh, oh that's right. And then right. I went Friday. That's right. You went Friday. Yeah. I went, I went Saturday. Two days in a row. So, yeah. It's also had a couple different times. I had it a couple different times. It was good. That pork fried rice is good. I tried the- uh, Phenomenal. It was a, it was a beef, and, beef and noodle. I think it was beef lo mein or something like that, mm-hmm. or beef, something like that. And what did you have? Spicy beef. Yeah, spicy beef. That looked good, pretty good too. It was really good, but I probably had it too soon after I had it spicy beef the first time. <laughs> I don't know how many days it was before when Pastor George took me there, but it was delicious. And Sp- sponsored by Charmin. <laughs> yeah. Sponsored by Charmin. Frontline. Frontline magazine. So I end up giving them more pub than that i think they've ever got i don't know what we're doing you know what i mean this is my first time I, you really don't get a magazine to print anymore that's old school all right do they right. even make right. charmin anymore they hope do. so triple ply bro it's in my it's in my Costco. bathroom right now i'm gonna talk about toilet paper tonight just so you know turkey ben has charmin it's the you. new beef yeah 
All right, well, let's get into some content. Before we get into the content, I uh, just want to encourage you guys to visit the website, AbundantLife.fm, where you will find all of our show notes and episodes. You will also find recommendations to some of our favorite local restaurants if you uh, live here in the Valley. Mm. Uh, we do rate them uh, in tacos, though, uh, rather than stars. Is George we, in we there? Jordan's in there? We need to put George and Sons okay. up in there. Yeah. I, I think I need to update it. I need to put an update yeah. on there because... What's the limit? What What is the uh, the best Taco. Five five tacos. Five tacos. Yes, yeah, so yeah. it's one to five. It's one to five tacos. Okay. So well, what would you give George after? Dude, George is pretty good. Um, is it possible? I don't know that it's possible. It's a four to between a four, uh, maybe four and a half. Yeah, really, it's uh, good. Bro. I would say a four, but it's so hard to gauge Chinese food, isn't it? I mean, it's better than Panda. Bro. It's better than Panda. Panda's high a two, five. Two tacos. Bam. I'm telling yeah. you, man, that was the Even best. The price part. of Panda's ridiculous. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, the service at George's, what really yeah. I like, they're just like waiting for you to need yeah. something. That's just <laughs> yeah. it makes you want to tip. You know, it's like yeah. I like to tip big, and you know. And those people were great. Yeah. Thank you, Georges, if you're listening. Yeah. Jesus loves you. They did a really good job. So visit us at AbundantLife.fm. And with that, we are going to get into our episode today uh, entitled Fishers of Men. And uh, today we've got Jeff here. And uh, we're, we're, going to, uh, we're going to just talk a little bit about Jeff's testimony. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the scriptures and when uh, Jesus called some of his disciples and, and, and um, you know, uh, Sasso is going to kick us off actually with our uh, key verse, and uh, we'll we'll go from there. All right, we'll start in uh, Matthew four nineteen, uh, and he saith unto them, "Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men." Uh, this is the Sea of Galilee. Uh, people in Israel call it the Lake of Galilee. It's not really, it's not that big to be honest. It's pretty small, mm. um, unless you were in the middle of it and needed to swim. But uh, yeah, this was a uh, you know, it's a calling, right? I think the the ministry is a calling. Um, and he told him, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Jeff loves to fish, so take it, take it away, Jeff. <laughs> about Just about fishing or fishing for men? Both. Both. Well, I think they tie together, right? Yes. Well, Jesus related to them by what they did. Yes. Well, let's, um, let's, let's, let's get into that. Let's, let's, let's start like kind of at the, at the beginning a little bit. Let's, let's get to know Jeff a little bit. So okay. give us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little, just a little bit about you, um, you know, your, your family and, uh, and that sort of thing. Just, let's just get to know you just okay. briefly. All right. Well, thank you again for, um, having me here to share my testimony and talk Absolutely. about Absolutely. sharing Christ. It's, this is, um, it's a, it's a privilege to be here and I'm thankful to my Lord Jesus Christ for saving me and allowing me to be here even today. Father, you're so good. Um, so it was July 6, 1997, and it was a Sunday night, and I uh, I had been going past Calvary Community Church off I-17 there in Thunderbird. Yeah. Um, it's now uh, calvaryphx.com, or Calvary PHX is right. Calvary Phoenix, right. Right. but Pastor Mark Martin, and um, anyway, I didn't know any of that. I didn't know any Christian lingo, anything, and I just had, um, I was just messed up, lost, and um really at the end of my at the end of my line man and i uh, just i had been seeing the sign it was the old west town star sign for anybody that's listening that may have grown up in in uh in that area the west town area you know um, 33rd avenue and sweetwater um uh, anyway i'd been seeing the sign the old west town star sign they they changed the sign so it would light up and they could put uh, messages on it and verses, Bible verses and things like that. And one of the verses said, what's missing from this word? And it was, or, or the phrases, what's missing from this word? And it was um, church without the you. 
And so it was like, you, you are missing from church. church and yeah. as, and I remember driving by, I had a job at the airport at the time and, um, I was throwing luggage for America West airlines, another flashback, America West, but, um, RIP. Yeah. Yeah. No, merge after merge. Where are they? I don't know. Um, anyway, so I, I see the, uh, the sign and I'm like talking to God in my, my trucks, I'm driving to work and saying, I know, I know, I remember that. Like, I remember, you know, I don't know who I'm talking to, but I, I, ne- I always believed in God. But anyway, it was July 6, 1997, and that was one of the things that God used, at least to get me into that particular church, was that it was right on the freeway, and I would see it, you know. And so, but I didn't know one church from another, you know. But um, that was the night that I got saved. Uh, pastor gave an invitation. I had sat in the back, and I just started weeping when I went in there. They were super packed out back then when the Lord was doing a great work and um, a lot of people getting saved and you went in swimming trunks and flip flops I mean you were yeah. we were wearing a shirt at least yeah I had my shirt oh, that's on good, that's good yeah. positive yes. yeah Yes, I had my shirt on, but I did not have my shoes on. Oh, I, I, okay. Yeah, I, I just rode my bike up there, and um, anyway, there's so much that story. But um, the point was that it was amazing that, that um, Pastor Mark shared the gospel, and he mm. said um, he's a couple of things he said that night was um, that Jesus died on that cross naked publicly for you, mm. and he, he shared the gospel. You know that 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 God had sent Jesus Christ, Christ meaning His Messiah, His Anointed One, to save me from my sins that he had come in the flesh, that he had took upon himself, having never sinned, took upon the sin of the world, my sin, and I knew I had sinned. I mean, I knew I was a sinner. I I was broke. And I'm sitting back there hearing this, and then he said that Jesus took all that sin upon himself on the tree and the cross, and and that he died. He took, He stepped in and took the punishment that I deserved for all the wrong things that I'd ever done. And they were some bad stuff, guys. I mean, it was, you know, just yucky stuff. And, um, but, and then not only did Jesus take my sin and die on the cross for me, but he was buried. And then on the third day, he rose victorious over sin and death. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. And, and that's what, what we earned. That's what I had earned. I had earned death. But Jesus holds the keys to death in Hades. He rose victorious over sin and death on the third day. This is what we celebrate on Resurrection Sunday, right? Not rabbits and eggs. And so, um, I just I believed, and by faith I received Christ, and I received the gift of the Holy Spirit. He okay. came to live inside of me and sealed me for the day of redemption Amen. that night. And I was broke. I was just crying. And then, but the pastor also said something else. He said that. Um, that, that Jesus was not ashamed of me. He died on that cross naked publicly for me. And that he wanted, pastor was saying he wanted me to do something now. He wanted me to acknowledge him before men. And he said, Jesus acknowledges. He says, if you acknowledge me before men, I'll acknowledge you before my father who is in heaven. That This is serious with God, you know? And, yeah. and if you receive Christ tonight, and there were a lot of people, it wasn't just me. Felt like it was just me inside, right? Because I was dealing, God was dealing yeah. with me in my, inside my heart. But... Um, but I, I, um, he said, come forward, come forward. If you, if you receive Christ tonight and you want to, you want to receive Christ, come forward. And so I, I was like, man, I'm like, and don't matter. Nothing matters right now. You know, Jesus getting like, I want to, I, and he was reading from the Bible, which mattered to me because there's so much weird stuff out there, you know? And so when he said that, I'm like, I'm going forward. I'm taking, I, I, oh God, I've taken chances, stupid chances with my life. And, um, 
and tonight I'm going to take a chance on God. I am going to go, if I got to do the jig up on the roof of this place, I'm going to do it if that's what God says I have to do. But he just said, come forward and you don't have to do that. But I, I did, it was important. And it was, it was like, it was like just acknowledging God that I'm serious about this. And so I prayed and received Christ. And can I tell a little part of that story? Sure. I'm sorry. Your show. Sure. No, no, it's God's show, but thank you. Oh, show. (laughs) <laughs> but um so really cool thing happened so that night after i i prayed and received christ there were a lot of people and i was over on the, the left side of the sanctuary and um so after we prayed they opened the prayer doors which were over here on the right side and um all the people went into the prayer room that had received christ and there was probably 25 of us i guess or something like that just a bunch whoever could fit up there wow it was it was neat what was happening man and um so but i ended up being the last one in and sure enough when i get over there all the prayer counselors are taken i'm just like isn't this just my life man i'm just like standing here like i'm just standing here but then all of a sudden this dude comes up and it's greg halverson he was a, a painter dude just a on fire for jesus over there and um and that's who i got hooked up with and and he just started sharing christ with me and so that took pretty much the whole service they gave me a new believers uh birth certificate and a bible and you know different stuff and and which was cool like you know so like verses and whatever you know a little to-go packet i guess you know if you don't know what you're doing and so so by by the time i come out of there the service is is ending it's over really and so as i'm walking out i didn't talk to anybody that night i just shared what happened that's pretty much the whole service because they gave oh going back the pastor had come out right at the start of the service interrupted the worship team and said god's laid on my heart to give an invitation right now so that's why i was back there the whole service he did it right at the beginning because he felt that god had impressed it on his heart to give an invitation and i can man to this day i probably would have split and I, I look back on that, and I'm just like, wow, man, thank you, Lord, you're so good, you know? Anyway, so, but there were a lot of people got saved, so obviously God was working on a lot of us. But So I leave, one lady came up to me and said, I'm going to be praying for you. And the way she did it, she came up from behind me as I'm leaving, and she put her arm over my shoulder, and so I couldn't really see her. And she, she when she put her arm around me, I looked back, so I kind of saw her, and she said, I'm going to be praying for you. And I'm like, okay, thank you, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I split. Said I was weird about the hugs, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, not anymore. He's in, guys. Chest on chest, chest on chest hugs. You know? <laughs> Newsflash. Yeah. <laughs> awkward? Uh, no, no, it wasn't awkward at all. It was fantastic. Pastor Shaw, you're next. Fantastic. <laughs> Be baptized. <laughs> so um, where was I? Oh, so uh, so then one of the things Pastor said that night too was acknowledge me before men. I'll acknowledge you. He said, "Tell people what you did because uh, Satan hates what you did tonight, and he's going to come after you. And he doesn't he doesn't want he wants to smash this, you know." And and so I'm like, "Well, I'm all in, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna do exactly what the Pastor told me the Bible says to do." And so we'll see if God is truly alive, right? And so um, I got, I jumped into my little black book back then. We didn't have cell phones. It was just landlines, right? And so mm-hmm. I started calling people and telling them I got saved. I'm a born-again Christian. And they're like, okay, great. <laughs> What's up, Jeff? You going out tonight? Yeah. And um, But one of the people I called was my stepsister. And uh, she she's like, I'm not into that you know whatever but she she said i told her where i'd gone to church and um she said but my roommate doug he goes he goes to that church i think so he put doug on the phone and i had known doug veach uh the veaches grew up and their their family was in the neighborhood growing up and 
and I'm like, hey, what's up, Doug? And, and so Doug now is inviting me back to church. So I had no plans on going back to church. Like that never entered my mind. <laughs> like I, I didn't join a church. I wasn't looking for a church. I literally yeah. just rolled in and got saved. Yeah. And the only reason I'm now going back to church is because why? Because I acknowledged him before men. Mm. I was just wanting to obey what God said I'm supposed to do. And so now I'm going back to church and that's resonating in the back of my brain a little bit. Like, this is weird. Like I'm going back. So that was a Sunday night I got saved. Now Wednesday I'm back at church. So Doug takes me in and this place is packed out on Sunday. As I said, if I didn't, it was. And on Wednesday, same thing packed. Like the Lord was really moving back then. So this is 97. And so Doug's waiting out front. I parked my bicycle. He comes in. I'm this long-haired guy. He's this long-haired guy. It's like, oh, man, I'm really comfortable, you know, with this setup here. And and he goes, come on, you can sit with my family. So we go inside, and he's all fired up. And he starts introducing me to his family. They took up, like, a whole row, you know. And he's like, Mom, this is my dad. This is my sister. And this is my sister. And, this, and he gets to his mom, and he goes, and this is my mom. And she looked at me, and I looked at her. And you know who it was? What was that lady? That one, the one lady that put her arm around me and said, I'm going to be praying for you. Mm. Dude, my faith went that night. I mean, it just blew up. Like God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. Amen. He is alive, man. And I'm telling right now that, that that I was just like, I got chills right now. Every time I tell <laughs> that story, it's just, he's he's here right now with us, Amen. right at this That's table. Right. And that just gets me so fired up. It's like, Amen. man, one day we will see him as he is. And, but that night, man, that was like, wow. Because there were so many people. How would that have happened? Yeah. I, I didn't need a preacher to try to convince me. I didn't need, God did a work. And it yeah. was all in obedience to his Amen. word. If you, if you draw near to me, man, I'm going to reveal myself to you. I will draw near to you. So if you're listening, I just encourage you, man. Oh, just whatever you're doing right now, whatever time it is, whatever is going on in your life, if you... If you trust Christ, he will, he will save you, <laughs> but trust him. That means don't trust in anything else. You know, he loses his life for Christ's sake, finds it. This world and its ways are passing away. This is not all there is. And I just encourage you, man, to, um, to lose your life and find it in Christ. Amen. We'll take a commercial break. Yeah, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we will continue uh, talking with Jeff. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Pastor Kevin Shaw. Are you or someone you know dealing with the agony of an addiction? You can't change what you do until you let God change who you are. Freedom at Last is a discipleship ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona that applies the life-transforming principles of the gospel and Christian growth to the problems of life-dominating sins and addiction. All of this happens in an atmosphere of love and accountability. Please join us. For more information, please visit us online at GetVictoryToday.com. That's GetVictoryToday.com. And we're back. So, uh, so Jeff, tell us a little bit. Uh, so, so part of your testimony, too, is, is you started going to, to Calvary, mm-hmm. and, and you met the love of your life there. So tell oh, us a little nice. bit about that, and, you know, and then, you know, marriage and I was like, da- daughter of my life, daughters, Thank you. the Lord, the Lord. <laughs> I never really thought of it. Like that. Yeah, no, Mary, sweet Mary. You met your first wife there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. First my, wife. My yeah. first wife. Yeah. 
<laughs> Where's he going with that? Okay, listen, my only wife. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Um, what? Where do I start with that? Um, where did Maybe it start? Just, just, she yeah. walked. Okay, well, the story that I tell, and she'll be laughing. She already knows where I'm going with this. But um, so I was just worshiping the Lord, and you ever feel like somebody's staring at you? And so I kind of peeked with no, one eye. I had my arms up, and I'm worshiping the Lord and just trying to focus on the Lord. And I peeked with one eye, and there's this there's this girl just like staring at me, you know? And I'm like, okay, no, that's not the story. I was just kidding. <laughs> that's, that's what you perceive. That's a, No, that's not even what I perceive, but that's just a funny story that I tell. So no, that is not what happened. But um, Mary, Mary and some of her friends, they had been going to Scottsdale Bible, and I... I believe the story is that they they um, had been listening to Pastor Mark on the radio. And like I said, God was doing a great work. I mean, there was even um, um, Brother Bob Sisson's son, Stan Sisson, mm. oh, yeah. had mm-hmm. come there. And he was bringing people from Luke Air Force Base. This place was packed out. Like, they were literally pulling out mats out of the closet cushions so that we could sit up on the floor. It was just – it was an awesome work that I'll never forget. But um, so Mary and some of her girlfriends from Scottsdale Bible had started coming there and, and, uh, and I I recognize her. She's beautiful. You know, I saw her and um, fast forwarding, you know, through, through um, that initial stuff. It was Bible study. It was Pastor Manny's Bible study who ended up marrying us on Friday nights that we sort of started to get to talk a little bit more. And I wasn't like I was, the Lord was doing a great work in, in my life. And I didn't want to, I, not that I was like perfect or anything, but like, I, I, I really wanted Jesus, man. I, you know, like I didn't want, wasn't there shopping for a wife. You know, that was like right, right. That was secondary. Yeah. yeah. If it was even, you know, um, there was just so many radical changes that were going on. But so, yeah. Um, so we were married in 2001, but yeah, we met, met at Calvary. It would have been 98. 98 yeah i was graduating high school 90 90 right, youngsters yeah <laughs> well i don't think myself is old but anyway so but it was cool man because she she um the the best thing about mary was that she truly loved the lord mm. like she stood out from among all other uh ladies christian sisters you know she just she was focused on jesus and she mm. the lord had done an incredible work in her life and the one night where we first really started talking we'd gone to a place called the black eyed pea there's your food talk Ooh, you can look that. Wow. do you remember that brick building dark yeah. brick well we see so where the lens crafters is now i think at peoria and 35th avenue mm-hmm. you remember that next to the mcdonald's yes yeah wow there's did one you, on 75th too but did that's you like it it was it was home cooked food, right? Yeah, it was okay. Corn, Rebecca's grandma, she was old. She liked it. It's like it's yeah. like a Cracker Barrel. That's what it, it was. Yeah, kind of like, genre yeah. of food. Oh, I really liked it. Yeah. But anyway, after church one night on a Friday, we everybody was figuring out where they're going to go, and and I said, well, me and Lou are going to Cracker Barrel, and I thought I would just throw out that net, right? You know what I mean? And and her and Shannon showed up, and I'm like, right on. And so I think she knew that I was Those fishers you know, of women too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently, cast it on the other side. Easy, buddy. Cast it on the other side. <laughs> Please pass the Sherman. <laughs> oh, I don't, don't know what that was, but but anyway. So in that night, what was really cool? She wanted to know one thing, and that was my testimony. Mm. I'm like, right on. I'll share my testimony with you, man. We're on fire here, buddy. The Lord's doing a great work, and so that's pretty much been the mo. Like like. Um, uh, Pastor Manor, I was talking to Pastor Manny later who ended up marrying us, and I'm like, how do you know for sure this after we've been courting? And I'm like, 99% sure that this is going to be my wife, you know? And 
And I'm like, how do you know for sure? And he said, well, he said, Jeff, I was spiritually attracted to Irene and they've been married like forever. You know what I mean? And I'm like, whoa, I'm like, that's it. I am spiritually attracted to Mary. Like she has a genuine like relationship with Christ. Mm. It's not like, like just like we're having a relationship now. It's like she loves her Jesus. And mm. man, I'll tell you what, that has paid off over the years because oof, I've run into some tough spots and having, having a wife who loves the Lord and that had pray, has prayed for me in those tough times and, and never given up on me and, mm. and, 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 and helped me and uh, been so faithful is, is just been like, it's, it's like, do not be unevenly yoked with unbelievers. That would be foolish. My brothers and sisters, if you're listening, marry a woman who loves the Lord. Mm. Amen. Encouragement. So, so we're, we're entitled, we're titling this fishers of men, uh, you know, taking from Matthew four nineteen. there's, um, a parallel to that in Luke five and Luke five, I think gives a little bit more context. Um, you know, and it's a story of, you know, Jesus, he, he preaches on the boat for a little bit, Simon's boat. And, uh, and then after he preaches, you know, uh, he tells Simon to cast a net out on the side of the boat to, for a catch. And Simon, you know, he's kind of like, eh, I've been fishing all night, dude. They're even catching nothing. And it's like, me and Jeff went fishing on uh, Saturday. We, we caught absolutely nothing. And uh, I like catching more than I like fishing. You know what I'm saying? I like eating more than I like fishing. So That's I'm true. Just, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's a work for your food. You know what I mean? But anyway, so yeah. so so Simon casts out and he he pulls in a a lot of fish and so much so they filled up two boats and 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 Simon. I think that Simon's point of belief. Like I think that he, when he says you know for, you know depart from me for I'm a sinner. I, oh, I think yeah. I think maybe that's a point of repentance and, and maybe that's a point of conversion. I don't know. Um, Bible's not clear on that, but it could be the point where he he did believe in verse eight. Um, but um, but anyway, so so and the reason we kind of chose this topic though is that Jeff's Jeff is sort of a an avid fisherman. He loves mm-hmm. to go fishing, and and it's cool because you know you've used this over the years as a mm-hmm. as a tool. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you uh, you you've used this as a maybe an evangelistic tool or maybe just your two gifts are, are evangelist evangelism and exhortation. So you've used the boat, your little bass boat for that purpose over the years. I know you've, you've taken me on the boat to encourage me and mm-hmm. I, you know, I, 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 and I appreciate that. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, we had a good time. Um, but tell us a little bit of how you use that and how you've used that in your life and even just how, how, how fishing in general has been your sort of outlet and just kind of how you sure. you've used that. Sure. Um, yeah, um, it, it's funny because uh, I've fished. I've always liked fishing. Me and some of my buddies growing up, we would go fish the the lakes at the uh, 28th Drive there by Metro Center, and and it just it's just I've always liked fishing. But after I got saved and um, got through the kid stage, because it's hard to do a lot of that stuff. I still would fish, but um, in this season of life um, that I've been in, maybe for. I don't know, since 2012, fishing has been, been, uh, a very important part of my life. Just, it's been like the hobby that I have and, um, I, I can get alone with God. It sounds, um, I don't know, like I, I, I'm not talking about forsaking the assembly 
uh, forsaking the assembling of like meeting, church. meeting together. Yeah. 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 Cause yeah. I, I'll talk, talk about this with a lot of people and a lot of times like, yeah, man, that's my church or whatever. And I'm like, that is not my church. That is, that is just a place where, where, um, I can get away from, um, like the busyness distractions, distractions. distractions. Thank you. And go out and, and just sort of just clear my head or whatever. But, yeah. But um, it's it sort of has morphed into um, just using that platform as a, a way to uh, as an exhorter. It just fit perfectly. I can get one on one and use it as discipleship time. And and um, people are a little bit more vulnerable when you get them out and away from whatever it is that, that maybe they're they're um, troubled with in life, whatever they are, whatever age they are, you know, I've had, I've had the youngers out, I've had the olders out. And, yeah. um, and even if maybe God wasn't using me to, to speak anything or, um, you know, I think and trust that perhaps just them getting out there and, and, um, detaching, uh, was an encouragement to them. And the fishing's always, I mean, there's, there's, there's one of the neat things about fishing is there's so many tie-ins biblically that I think about, um, when it comes to, um, to uh, being a Christian and um, being a witness for Christ and doing all that stuff. I mean, it's not like a full on biblical example, like, but, yeah. but it ties in, it's neat, you know, like um, there, there was a brother, I've been thinking about him, uh, brother Ray teach out. Mm. He's um, a, a missionary him yeah, and his family yeah. are missionaries. And, um, um, but they, um, I, I was able to bring him and his daughter when they were in town um, fishing and um, at that time I was actually casting a net. You can get a cast net here and I think it's uh, the eight foot radius but um, you know casting the net out and so many times I miss the bait fish. You know we would get the bait fish bring the bait fish in and then use the bait fish to catch the bigger fish and so um, but Ray ended up needing um, he, he ended up taking that net and giving it to people in the jungle to use that net. But th- anyway, just casting the net. I mean, like we're reading about right now, you know, throw your net on the other side of the boat and you're going to bring in some fish, you know, and yeah. this, this, but, um, so, um, it's, it's a great way to encourage people to use the giftings and, and that God has given me. And I'm thankful for those. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, I remember one time we, uh, we were out on the boat and, um, I think we caught some fish that day. But we were coming back later in the evening. Yeah, you did. And we were coming back later in the evening, and um, you happened to see, a, a, I think it was a guy and a gal broke down on the side of the road. Mm. And uh, you told him to hop in the back of the truck, and you gave him a ride to, uh, I think it was like a QT or something, to get some gas. I remember that. Got him some yeah. gas, and you, I mean, you, you shared the gospel in a very quick moment. Mm. And I remember the girl just teared up almost immediately. I forgot about that, bro. Um, I mean, they were broken. Uh, I don't know that they received Christ at that point. Um, seed was planted, but seed was planted, mm. and then you said t- we took them back, and they, you know, they went on their way. They, they looked like they were kind of um, bouncing around from maybe city to city, living out of their car. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that just goes to the testimony of you know fishers of men. I mean, it's just you, you were out fishing, and we had a good time. But I think that was the highlight of the of yeah, the day. It was uh, just you know seeing a couple on the side of the road. They were broke down, and, and give them the gospel, and um, that mm. was that was pretty cool, man. Um, We're going to take another quick break and uh, we'll be back in a few moments. Are you looking to apply God's truth in a practical way to your everyday life? Stay in the Fight is a weekday devotional written by Sasso Mendez. 
This short three-minute read looks at a verse of scripture and applies it to life in a very real and transparent way. Sasa's blog-style writing is humorous, relatable, and a great way to align your thoughts with God's Word. Visit stayinthefight.online and subscribe to get notified by email when it releases each weekday. Stay in the Fight is a great way to keep God in your focus, and it's easy to share with others. That's stayinthefight.online. And we're back. <laughs> and, uh, and so... Um, <clears throat> So, so this is this is a really cool. Uh, you know, we've got your testimony, and we've got uh, a little bit about your your gifts and, and, and you being a fisherman and, and using that as a tool uh, for ministry, which is really cool. And so, uh, what I want to talk about next is, you you know, you're you're I, I'm not going to say you're old because you're not old, but well, but you're later, you're older than us. You're later in life. I'm your elder. You're later in life, and you get this <laughs> you get this calling. Mm-hmm. Tell us tell us about that a little bit. Tell us about. What I want to know is a little bit about your call and then a little bit about uh, your story of going back to school, um, mm, the okay. struggles, maybe some, what you kind of dealt with and even some issues with the VA and how they paid for your Bible school to go to Bible school, which is kind of a miracle in and of itself. Praise the Lord. And, and, and then, you know, just tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Um, what am I going to do right now? I forgot. <laughs> Talk about, you know, how you got to your calling. Yes. Like how did God lead you to where you're at today? Yeah. Um, so with school, um, you know, the, the verse I'm thinking about is when um, at the beginning of this, when, when it says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And um, I was listening to a Charles Spurgeon sermon on becoming fishers of men. And uh, he says that he, he quotes the first part of that verse, follow me and I will make you. Well, and if you, if, you, if you go to the very end of verse 11, what does it say? It says, and they forsook all and followed him. So they, they, yes. they threw their nets to the side. They gave up their, their, their day job, their yes. trade, and they followed him. And that was lucrative, right? The fishing business it in was those very, days was very, it paid well. Very lucrative. Well, I mean, they're leaving everything. Yeah, they just everything. filled up two boats, by the way. I mean, so that was just kind of like a like wow, you know. But and, you they, know, they left that. And Jesus does the making of the fisherman. Like he he follow him was the point that, that Spurgeon was going to make. Like yeah. it starts by following Jesus. A lot of times, I think, like even early on when I got saved, I was fired up to go serve the Lord. I mean, we'd have a um, um, uh, gospel for Asia, I think, um, which I think that ministry isn't even around anymore. But they did a ministry to India, and they were out of Dallas, Fort Worth, and they came and they preached and and shared what God was doing there. And I'm like, at the end of that, I'm like, I want to go, I want to go. And I remember the pastor telling me, it's not time yet, Jeff. And, and you know, stay where you are. And I'm like, oh. and it just seemed like that was happening over and over and over and over. When I got saved, I was what, 30 something and 36, I think. And, and now I'll be 52 and very soon. And so, um, it, it's taken that long to like, and, and I mean, I shouldn't say it like I'm not been doing ministry because we, we don't, that's not the point, right? I mean, we're fought Jesus saves us. And then he says, follow me. And I think Ben, what you were talking about is the, the picking up our cross daily and following Christ. Yeah. It's losing yeah. our life. Yeah. It's, it's, it's allowing the Holy spirit to disciple us and to lead us into all truth and mm-hmm. to be students of the word and to, to, um, be under spiritual authority in a good solid Bible teaching church, not a, 
uh, CCV, not a, a lukewarm church that's afraid to preach on hell like Joel Osteen. Um, uh, these are these are deceivers. Um, not finding yourself through an enneagram or anything, but it's it's finding a good, solid Bible teaching church that will that will um, put will lead us into the Word of God and 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 teach us the word of God. And, truth. and so yeah. truth. Yeah. yeah. And I'm passionate about that guys, passionate about that. And so, um, um, so as we're following Jesus, he is making me a fisher of men. And I just appreciate the way Spurgeon preached that. That was a long time ago, you know? And, but he's like, um, so he's doing the making. I will make you, he says. So over the years, although I was not like in in a ministry myself, I was doing ministry. I was just by following Christ, not perfectly all the time, but like we, we would do all night prayers. I was reading a book um, by, it was uh, Keith Green. He was a guy that years ago. I got the book. You, you sent got, me the book. Oh, that's right. You bought me that book. Yeah. So they were doing all night prayers and I'm reading this book. Somebody got me that book and I'm like, man, these guys were, they were praying all night. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, why aren't we praying all night? And, and so I just said, let's pray all night. And Mary had the girls over to her house and we had the guys to my house and we just like start praying and go home when you're done. And we just pray all night and just set aside this time. And man, I don't know that we ever saw anything you know, nothing weird ever happened. We just prayed. But, but, um, one day we'll find out how important that was, you know, but, but anyway, he's, you know, God is discipling us and, and, um, and growing us and we're in fellowship and and certainly encouraging one another, you know, and, and holding each other accountable and maturing in Christ and letting go of things that we struggled with in the past, because now my focus is Christ's focus. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm in the word and hanging out with guys like you that love Jesus. And it's hard to go far when I'm around guys like you, you know what I mean? So, um, as that's happening, then, then, um, I'm doing ministry. It may not be a paid ministry. It may not be the ministry. Maybe I long to to have or, or think that I need, but, um, but it certainly is ministry. And so, so it took a while, but, um, fast forward, I did it. I had an electrical career. I went to, when I first got saved, the Lord opened a door for me to become an electrician. I did that and ended up with a, a good government job. And, um, and then over time, um, I was diagnosed from my time that I served over in, um, in the Navy, uh, in desert shield, desert storm, I uh, was diagnosed with PTSD in 20. 2012 and then so um that led to a lot of stuff and um which i won't get into now but that um the lord used all of that what saint meant for evil god used for good and Amen. and um so through that process yes i ended up getting some support through the va to uh do a career change and um the lord opened the door a door that i just could not believe he opened he this was psalm 118 he set me in a broad place and mary and i were just like you gotta be kidding me and if if that phrase set me in a broad place um i hope that's encouraging to you because when when god did that for us you know i don't know if you're like me but small spots might make you uncomfortable and then but but like I'm thinking right now of being up in Parks, Arizona, and there's this place where you can go from from Parks off of the 40 up to um, what's that road behind Flag that that goes take you up to the canyon, and it jets through Parks, Arizona. Anyhow, yeah, I don't know. I've been um, on there, but I don't, yeah, I don't know the this, is, road. Yeah. this is just a dirt road. Like it's a it's a like a 
maintain dirt road and it's just a broad place and it's open and it's like that was a place that i go to in my mind but um but god's done that for us he's he set us in a broad place what once felt crunched and small and tight and he did a miracle and so so um you know we're not home yet but but um that was the start of of this um this ministry opportunity and going to school and, and the VA was fantastic. They, they supported me and my family and I'm very thankful for that. God used them. And I know there's a lot of negatives about the VA, but, but, um, and I'm sure we could find negatives in anything, right? And positives as well. And positives yeah. as well. Yeah. And, and so I'm certainly grateful for the support that I've received from, from the United States of America. <laughs> well, and, and they paid for, they paid for your, yes. your Bible college, which is unheard of, right? Right. And well, you're a first of, Maybe the first to have that. Happen. I wonder, you know, like that is a miracle from God. And what the Ben's Jeff talking Gracious about, <laughs> no, but the um, what Ben's talking about is the the um, the the schooling that I, I went to was a reemployment program, and so when I they don't just give it to you; you have to go in and you have to apply for it, and then you have to tell them what you want to do, and then you go back and forth. And they offered me when I I had put and, and the Lord had okay. I sat on my patio getting ready to turn in the paperwork and there was one line where you tell them what you want to do. And I'm like, okay, Lord, if I put down, I want to be a pastor there. They might just decline this schooling, you know? And, and I just, at that point, I just across my heart came. I know it was a Holy spirit, not trying to sound weird, but, and it was scripture and it was, I can do infinitely above anything you could ever ask or even think. And I'm like, God, that's you right now. And I said, I'm putting it on there. And so I told Mary and I wrote it on the application, pastor, clergy, like I'm like listing so that they'll understand that I'm, you know, I'm putting down ministry work, you know? And, and, um, and so they long short of it is they, they declined. And when we're in the office, um, it was cool because I, I held my peace and I'm like, I was bummed, but I, I kind of leaned forward and I said, well, what do you recommend? This wasn't the time to, to oppose. Yeah. Yeah, It was just the time to see, okay, well, what do you propose? And so she said, well, physical therapy, um, she is the counselor that I was assigned and, um, she was great, but she, she said, uh, we'll give you physical therapy, it work or, what was the other one? There was something else. Oh, business. And so I got counsel from the church and uh, about, you know, what should I do? And they said, well, pastor said, take, take the business. You know, it's pastor Shaw. He's awesome. He said, take business and you can take care of your prereqs. And so I'm like, all right, that's what I'm going to do. So I did business and fast forward. I made it right up to COVID that took us right up, whatever, <laughs> whatever that was. And I had, I had just, I could have been finishing up and it was, I had to take from home. I was going to be taking more of the uh, accounting classes, not good with numbers, guys, not good with numbers. <laughs> and so, um, I finally called back to my counselor at that time and I was doing well up to that point, even made it through pre-calc. And, um, um, they said, uh, I said, you know, Lisa, I can't, I cannot, do this accounting stuff from home. And, and this was the time now to have that conversation. And so, um, I said, would you consider letting me do, um, a ministry position, you know, a, a pastor or something, whatever, you know? And she said, no, she goes, you picked, you picked what you got. And I said, I said, uh, no, I didn't. 
and that was the time. And I was going back to when the Lord, I, the Lord told me to put that on that paper. I can do infinitely above anything you could ever ask or even think. And so I wrote, was able to remind her at that time. And that's a year and a half, maybe two years later, you know? And I'm like, no, if you look on the paperwork, it says right there, pastor, that was what I asked for. You picked business for me. You gave me three options. I named them and I said, okay, I'll pick one of these three, which you're offering me, but I would really believe. And I had, I had gotten letters from my, my doctor of EA. I'd gotten letters from my pastors. Those are in spiritual authority over me, you know, and I gotten, I think I'd gotten maybe references from friends. I don't remember now, but I still have all that stuff, you know, and, and, uh, I submitted it all to her and, and, um, and, uh, thank you, Mary, for your help through that process. And she's awesome. Helps me along. And so, she um on the same phone call on the same phone call went from no to turn in your package do your research and then because you have to do like labor research labor market research i remember that yeah Yeah. and so i was like i fell right to my knees on the phone call and i was praying while she's still talking to me about whatever i'm just like (laughs) god i mean like she changed god changed her heart on that phone call and i was like wow and so yes fast forward I, in June, graduated with a bachelor degree from International Baptist College and Seminary. And, and, you can uh, sponsor the podcast for that. <laughs> yeah, International we, we Baptist College and Seminary. Of a bill. Chandler, Arizona. <laughs> you can be somebody. That's Praise awesome. the Lord. Yeah, no, um, it, it was fantastic. What a great school. And um, But yeah, to, to reference what you were saying, that associate's degree that I first got, they because I they paid for the associate's degree and it finished up as a, an associate's degree from international Baptist college and seminary. And so I had to get that degree. And then I, on my own, by the grace of God was able to go on and get the bachelor degree, but the government did pay for me to receive my Bible certificate or my Bible degree associate's degree from international baptist college and seminary that's awesome man. have i said international baptist college and seminary enough <laughs> the bill's good getting higher getting I higher i love you pastor nathan 150 bucks now <laughs> yeah. he's into abundant life uh, that's, so, that's so cool bro <laughs> thank you and so so now you know you're you're um you're done with school and um you're kind of um seeking the next thing so now you're um tell us a little bit about Tell us a little bit about that because I know it's it's uh, it's been a prayer request and and yet you're mm-hmm. you're kind of living you're, you're going by faith which is cool that's kind of what I want to get out of this okay. is you're just living by faith and and um, seeking the Lord's face and all of this and what what way He would have you to go yeah you know what's cool about that is I don't think we would be able to do today what we're doing if we hadn't have gone through all these things that I've kind of rambled on about tonight all for the glory of God like he's just revealed himself, whether it was the night I got saved or how he set us in a broad place or, you know, any of these things that I've referenced, you know, um, seeing God work in our lives is like, um, was it Psalm 77, man, when the dude was struggling and then he, he ends up remembering what God did for them when they cross the Red Sea, you know, Mm -hmm. and that, that Psalm 77 is a good, good scripture for anybody that wants to remember the goodness of God. That bro was struggling. He couldn't sleep. And then he ends up remembering what God did. And that's what we have to do. We have to remember what God does, man. You know, Mary, amen. Is it Asaph? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, so Mary and I were talking about this on the walk, you know, cause we start to get nervous about 
the future, you know, and it's like, no, we are not going to do that. We're going to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. I can choose to trust God or I can choose to lack faith. And that's disobedience at the end of the day. What was it you were just telling me? We had a great conversation, Ben and I, about anxiety and fear, fear, and those lead to despair despair but it all starts with unbelief and discontentment yeah this is all um quieting a noisy soul uh, jim, quieting jim bird jim bird okay I'll send him a bill to you yep <laughs> that 50 bucks right now <laughs> dr berg to you make it dr berg <laughs> so but it's it's um it's unbelief if i'm not trusting god and i'll tell you what god says that without faith it's impossible to please, please god, god. and and um and our, our, just the thought that, that when I have faith in God and I can take that thought, that doubting thought captive, that doubting thought, take that captive and replace it with truth, that God will never leave me nor forsake me, that he will, he will draw near to me if I draw near to him. That, and I remember the promises of God, like, like um, God can do infinitely above anything anything I could ask or even think. So God is able, God is able to do this. And then we have the promises of God. We have that Red Sea miracle. See, we're on this side of that. We can look back and go, why were they doubting? Why were they grumbling? Why were they scared? But I mean, they got the armies of Egypt pressing in on them, you know? And then then they go through the Red Sea and they, they go across on dry land, brothers. And then that whole army gets washed away. And there they are. They are free they are free. And what do they do? They forget. They grumble. They, mm-hmm. and God hears all that grumbling, man. I oh, was yeah. oh, reminded yeah. of that. So the grumbling is not cool. They had gold too. They were wealthy. Yeah, they had everything. Yeah, God gave them. Yeah. yeah. He, God gave them stuff. Well, they didn't borrow. He gave it to you know? them. Yeah. But yeah. then they wanted to go back. Keith Green wrote a song. Was, you want to go back to Egypt, you know? Where you're warm and secure. Anyway, that's an old song, but <laughs> keep your day job, brother. I'm telling you, I know. Amen. Don't worry, Caleb. I'm not coming for your job. So, um, special morning, Sunday yeah. morning, Jeff Gracious. Oh, yes. Music by Jeff. Returning to Egypt. <laughs> Here we go. Thank you for joining me. Anybody there? So, um, but you know, it's, um, remembering, remembering the promises of God, not just like the ones that he's done in my life since 2012 or from 1997 or whenever you guys the day you were born since the day I was born even before that we have the Bible filled with the promises of God and the testimonies of people who lacked faith we have the faith chapter in Hebrews right the world was not worthy of these people man by faith Abram trounced up that mountain man with some sticks right and his kid his kids like uh we're missing something I think it took some faith upon the the kid too, little Isaac. You were saying that. I yeah. like that thought. You know, well, he obviously yeah, known. he was a man, right? Well, he wasn't he a kid. Said, well, he, he had the knife in hand. Like yeah. he had to know. Like he, he had said to, be to his sit, dad, "Sit still." Hey, like, I see the sticks. I see the flame. But where's, where's the, the sacrifice? sacrifice? Yeah. And then what's that beautiful answer from Abram? The Lord will provide. The Lord will provide Himself a sacrifice. Jehovah, he sees, Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. Amen. Where's the amen button, by the way? Bro, it's going to be on there. That's put in later. Oh. Post editing, bro. Post editing. Add the amen. The organ. By the way, Jeff, bum, 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 bum. Jeff's our hallelujah amen guy. So. You're kidding me. Jesse tries to imitate you, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't do oh, it. Oh, but I love that, brother. You know what I mean? Hey, look, he's, you know, that's another radical testimony. Yeah. You know, yeah. an old bartender from Philly, man. Just ask him. I'll tell you. God can reach in anywhere <laughs> and, and snatch a soul out of the depths of hell, man. He's able. God is able. Amen. So, so that's that's the the ministry. Uh, we're end up. We're we're leaving for 
uh, Oak Ridge, Tennessee, Oak Ridge Baptist Church. I mean, you, you put the house up for sale. I mean, yeah, you've... Yeah. Uh, well, my, I, you know, my first thought through the process was, you know, that maybe God will open a door. And, you know, that was never anything that was on the table or guaranteed. You know, I had right. mucho support from from uh, my local church. And, and I'm very thankful. Thank you, Pastor, and everybody yeah, else yeah. Um, for, for that support. But... But when the time came and I graduated and that door wasn't open, I mean, we've got an abundance of great teachers and uh, ministries going on. And I saw, so you were one of them. Freedom that lasts, brother. You set a great example for me, man. I watched your faithfulness over the last five years or so, and and it's amazing to see this brother is um, every Friday plug is this a plug but every friday man i, I mean 25 bucks when we're <laughs> we'll have the commercial what's that under the table yeah <laughs> but i'll tell you it's it's um the, you're one of the examples and and um it's it's been a great place to learn but there's an abundance of teachers like saso like ben and um the it, sunday school teachers staff and all that you know it's like man okay when when that door isn't open we look for another door and then we're praying and we're seeking and our daughter's getting married. She's going to be getting married and living in Nashville, Tennessee. And I mean, a man plans his way, the Lord directs his steps, things could change, but, but that's what we know so far. And through prayer and, um, and just seeking the Lord and getting counsel. And I didn't always do that right. Um, but, but God is good, you know? Right. And so, um, um, we've got a lot of support and, uh, I've got a church. It's kind of cool right now. Cause when you're talking about faith, like we don't have a home that we're going to. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, it's, it's the, unknown. I don't have a job I'm going to. It's the unknown. It's the unknown, but I have a church that I'm going to. And now, so I want to kind of encourage Probably the most right? important. Yes, exactly. People See, forget gr- that when you move a great teacher. Yeah. You know, and, um, to anybody that's listening that, that, you know, when you're going to move, how important is it that you, first of all, to get a blessing from your, your pastor, your church, and, and to have them help you in the process of finding a, another healthy church. And I mean, think about it. If you are the head pastor and you're, you're an overseer of the flock, right? And you know the conditions of your flocks and herds. You're, you're feeding the sheep. You're doing what God has called you to do. And then people just bail. I mean, think about the heart of the shepherd. I love that sheep. You know, he may not always say it the right way. He may not always be there, but he's doing the best he can. He's working his tail off. And Jesus is the one we're really leaning on, but God's called people to do these things. And so um, maybe he's doing a great job, even worse. And then you just leave, you know, maybe even say you're leaving, but to involve your pastor in that process that has been a wonderful experience for my family. And, and um, through that process, and you already know this also, this is what brought on the man hug probably the other day. <laughs> I don't know what brought it on. Full, front, full <laughs> frontal. <laughs> could have been the t- full frontal hug. It could have been George's. <laughs> you were sweating on me. <laughs> so, uh, but, but where was I? You said this is what brought it on. Like there was an instance. Uh, oh, so an through the council with Pastor Shaw, he, he's like, I got it. In one particular meeting that we're in, he's like, I got it. He's like, call Jim Berg and see if there's any needs with FTL. I'm like, right on. I'm like, that'd be cool. Because he asks, he knows I like FTL, you know, mm-hmm. in that ministry, which see I really tomorrow, do. See you tomorrow night. I, you know, it's funny. Your dad <laughs> already your dad already said, because I'm going to go visit his school and ministry tomorrow. And he said. Just um, because? Or he's, yeah. I mean, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, because I, I told him I was going to. Plus, I want to see what God's doing over there. Okay. And, and I Fair can, enough. 
I can encourage him. So you tell my dad. And Go maybe ahead. God will do something. I don't know. But so, yes. So, um, so. But he made sure, your dad made sure, well, you go to FTL, right? So I have to be there now. I'm like, yeah, I go to FTL. <laughs> I'm like, have you been talking to somebody? Uh, the reason why I'm saying this, if you're listening, is because I've missed the last few FTLs. It's been a weird schedule. But Hide I, and seek champion. Huh? I mean, you've been hide and seek champion. Hide and seek champion right now. I'm sure there's others. <laughs> oh, has yeah. Lewis been there? Hi, Lewis. Yeah, Lewis has been there. Hey, and I love it. Yeah. Keep pressing on, yeah, Lewis. So, um, um, but um, through Pastor Shaw and through con- contacting um, Jim Berg, Jim Berg, Dr. Berg, sorry, Dr. Berg. And, um, man, he emailed me right back and he's like, I'm like, Hey, do you have any needs in FTL ministries in Tennessee? And he said, yep, there's two. And the one, the one that, uh, they have still people doing the Oak Ridge, the Oak Ridge Baptist church. Mm-hmm. They have people doing like five or six people are doing the materials. I believe it's five or six. I'm not sure why I got that number, but, um, pastor Bobby McCoy, he is, uh, from what I can tell, I've listened to services, talked to him a little bit, and hear nothing but great things about what God is doing through him out there in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But the need is great. There's like five or pe- six people doing the materials. Can you imagine, like, without you even being there, people like hungering for that ministry? And so, um, I'm I'll be able to go out there and hopefully. I mean, I've got I've got to do some training. I've got to do some learning still. Um, but, but man, you know, a lot of times we just need to be willing, you know, and God hasn't yeah, taken me this yeah. far with the training he's given me to just let me, you know, fish for fish. Yeah. Well, that's good. And so I think we should wrap up, but before we wrap up, oh um, man, I just what would, what would you, if you could just give our viewers some departing wisdom, what would you, what would you say? I would tell you that Jesus loves you and press on. Don't give up. Though a righteous man falls seven times, he gets back up again. Don't give up. We're not home yet. This is not our home. Don't ever give up. Doubt your doubts. Don't doubt God. Um, yeah. And if I could do a visual, this is the first Bible I got. And I brought it because I didn't know. But there's a, a picture inside the Bible of what it was like before I used to, when I would share Christ, when I first got saved, I, I found it hard to talk to people maybe the right way. I didn't know all the lingos and, you know, maybe get it right. There's another Christianese. Yeah. And use Bible tracks and all that stuff too. But I, I thought, man, they say a picture's worth a thousand words. Right. And so I taped a picture of, uh, this is me. This is like, this would have been what I was wearing probably the night I got saved. And it, I'm sitting, oh, man, can we say Indian style anymore? <laughs> what are they? What do we say? But we're um, not woke here on this show. Okay, I'm sitting Indian style. <laughs> Speak on. I don't know why we said that. It's funny how that's happened. Maybe that's how they said. So anyway, I'm sitting on the floor with with a beer in my hand, my head down at a party in my apartment, and I'm messed up. I'm all inebriated. What does it say on the text above it? Oh, it says "Life without Jesus" in a little face with a tear. And there's people around me, but it's like I'm. I don't even know who took this picture. That's the crazy part. Why would somebody take that picture? Like, yeah. I have no idea how to end up with and it. And then how did you get it? Yeah. So, but then it's funny because what does that say, Ben? It says abundant life with Jesus. And it's not a plug. It's a shameless plug. <laughs> you believe that? Isn't that wild? Is I actually right did not I even. Mean, I don't even recognize that guy. I, yeah, it's, that's her. Looks like. No, you. But yeah, it looks like her. But yeah, really? it's that's me. Yeah, with my long hair and my. Anyway, so so this was a, a great way to witness, guys. If you're out there and you you want to share Christ and you maybe don't know how, man. For many of us, there was an out, outer change that went along with that interchange. Not everybody, right? It doesn't have to be like that. But um, so the, the the encouragement would be to to um, 
to be bold for Christ. All those things that I said before, but also be bold. We need boldness in these last days. The reality is there is a hell and we were not made to go there. You, me, anybody created in God's image was not not created for hell. God came to seek and save that was which was lost. He he died for the sins of the whole world. Amen. And so um, we we are we are called. He he saves us and makes us. He does the making, fishers of men. And if we're not fishing for men, then I want to challenge you. You know, you it's time to grow. I mean, we need to be bold and we need to be sharing Christ. And um, he who wins souls is wise. Scripture says we need to be sharing Christ. Get some Bible tracks. I even brought um, brother Larry. Ruby from church. Mm-hmm. I don't need to show it, right? We got to get him no, listening to the podcast. Yeah. I'm telling you though, that brother went and had his own Bible track made. Larry, that was awesome, and I'm taking about 500 with me when I leave to Tennessee um, to share. But um, that's like he he can't even talk about Jesus without crying. I mean, um, taste and see that the Lord is good. Share Him. You have the good news. We have the good news. Amen. How can we that's keep right. quiet? That's right. Thanks for this time, guys. I really appreciate this well, for the glory of God. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank thanks for coming on the show. Love you guys. Love you too, bro. And uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, visit us at AbundantLife.fm. You can find us on social media, which we're doing a terrible job right now at posting. <laughs> but, yes. but check us out on social, yeah, social media. Yeah, we're anyway. still there. That's all going to change yeah, now. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram, Twitter. And, Keep pressing on. And uh, if this if this episode has been a blessing to you, do me a favor. Uh, on YouTube, would you just like the episode and uh be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we share drop, it. Drop a new uh, episode, uh, which um, they have not been as frequent as to, as usual. But yeah, uh, I can get hear, them out when we can. I can already hear Rebecca. Don't apologize. Don't yeah, apologize. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're doing our best. We we life happens, and uh, we we like we would love to get more episodes out more frequently. Unfortunately, it's just. Um, life happens when schedules yeah, schedules, busy. schedules yeah. get busy. But uh, thank Press you, again. thank you again, Jeff, and uh, we'll you. we'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Jesus loves you. Bye. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Life podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode. Please visit us online at abundantlife.fm. Until next time, may God bless you.